This is the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now, here's today's lesson. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is Evangelist Eric Walton. Uh, glad to be with you again from Belton, Texas. Uh, it is cold down here, all right? It's warm today. It's 37, all right? And normally it don't get that cold down here, all right? So anyway, y'all pray for us. Take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 6. Maybe the Word of God will heat us up, amen? And verse 25. Uh, the title of the message is, Don't Worry, amen? Don't worry, amen? And, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm saying that, but God is saying it. Amen. All right. Now that you've taken your Bibles and turned to Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 25. Uh, excuse me, a verse. Uh, yeah, yeah, verse 25. Um, uh, let me tell you a little story. And uh, uh, the guy said, worry don't fix the future. It just ruins the present. Amen. And we're worried about all kinds of things. Now, uh, I said something about this on another message not, not too long ago. I mean, in the last two or three weeks, I said this. And I said, I get all these prayer requests, and we, we, we put them on a list, on a spreadsheet, and we send them to churches out in town around the Bell County Jail. And uh, they pray for the inmate requests. Most of the stuff they won't be prayed for, if they didn't get arrested, they wouldn't need to pray for that. Amen. They, they, they'd be out in the free world and they'd be able to take care of it. They'd be able themselves to pray to God and just take care of their stuff. Amen. And uh, um, so, you know, worried about a court date, worried about their lawyer getting back with them, uh, worried about a trial, worried about a plea agreement, worried about what's happening to their stuff out in the free world, their girlfriend, their wife, the baby mama, all these other things. And I mean, some of them guys are just so worried they end up getting in trouble in jail and get put in segregation. And uh, uh, or the whole, it depends on where you're at, what they call it. But y'all know what I'm talking about. So, so here's my thing. Uh, I'm gonna try to make this kind of relevant or more focused to us who minister in jails and prisons, and 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 those who occupy them. Amen. And uh, so, God bless y'all. All right, verse 25. I'm gonna read to 28. We're, we're gonna try to get to verse 34 today. I don't know if we'll get all the way there. But I sure will get the main point out. Amen. Uh, point, point number one is don't worry about the basics of jail life. Amen. Don't worry about it. You can't change any of it. Don't worry about it. You can't add to your height and you can't short it. Is what the Bible says. He says, so, so why are you worried about something that's totally out of your hands? Don't worry about your clothes. Don't worry about your food. Uh, don't worry about your shelter. With food and raiment, there would be content. Sometimes, you know, I say this to the men, and, and some of them don't, don't like me saying it. They, they, they don't like to agree with it, but it's right out of the Bible. In First uh, 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 Timothy chapter 6, verses 8 to 10, he said, With food and raiment, therewith be content. If you're an inmate, uh, whatever kind of facility, you got food and raiment in the United States. Amen? You got, man, it's, it's harder for me. If I go to the doctor, I got to pay a copay. You go to the doctor, you ain't got to pay nothing. Amen? Uh, uh, probably nothing or very little. If I if I get some medicine, my wife gets a, a diabetic medicine. It costs a thousand dollars, and she got to pay three hundred dollar copay for the medicine. Amen. Three hundred dollars 
I said, good night. Uh, they're going down on the price now. It's been a number of years, but it's still quite a bit. With food and raiment, God says, be content. Raiment is your clothing or a covering over you, all those things, which includes you having a roof over your head so you can stay warm and walls around you. Amen. So verse 25, therefore, and, and the verse before was talking about serving God or mammon. And so, and, and, and the verses before it is talking about we ought to serve God. So he says, therefore, I say to you, okay, we've already determined in the verses before 25, we ought to serve God. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry. Don't worry. Anxiousness, running your blood pressure up, sweating, and oh, 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 what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh. Don't worry. You know what? Uh, I, I can't remember what chapter it's in in Acts. I, I think it's chapter 5. They had arrested Peter and they had put him in the inner jail. And they had chained him to 16 soldiers. Uh, what we would call, he's in the segregation tank, but they got 16 men in there with him. They're the, they're, the, they're the jailers. 16 guards chained to him. The people down the road at, at Rhoda's house, they're praying for Peter to be released or, or praying for God to save Peter because the next day they're going to take him out and chop his head off. Amen. They're going to kill him. Herod was going to kill him. He was going to be dead. And they're just a praying. They're just down there praying. Oh God. Oh God. Help Peter. Oh God. We, we cannot do anything. These men are too strong for us. Oh God. Peter was asleep in the jail. Chained to the men. The angel came in there in the middle of the night and knocked the men out. Put them in a deep sleep. Dropped The chains just dropped off of Peter. Peter said, I thought I was in a trance. I thought I was dreaming. The angel said, stand up, put your clothes on, put your sandals on, come on. The jailer walked him out of this door, this door, this door, this door, and, and then opened the main sally port, opened up all the doors on the sally port, and said, now, you go on down home, all right, I done taken care of everything you can't take care of, I'm going back to heaven. You go on down home to your people. They're down there praying for you. He went down there and knocked on the door. Rhoda said, who is it? He said, it's Peter. She said, you, you, you Peter? She ran back inside. She didn't open the door and let him in. She ran there. She said, Peter's at the door. They can't be. We're praying for him. She said, Peter's at the door. They all ran over. They opened up the door, and there was Peter. He said, y'all ain't going to believe this. The angel came. God sent his angel and opened the door and let me out. You cannot bound a man of God if it's not God's time. Amen. When it's God's time for me, it's God's time. But it wasn't God's time. Peter had a whole lot more. Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. God wasn't done with Peter yet. Can I get a witness? Amen. Woo! Man, he just walked right out of there. You know what? I, I, I hate to tell you this. God could open up all the prison doors and jails, county, statewide, nationwide, federal, pen. It doesn't matter. He's not opening them up because there's something you need to learn. He's the same God, the same God that spoke the world into existence. He, 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 nothing can stop him. No amount of bail, no nothing can stop him. And um, verse 23, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not the life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither 
toil, excuse me, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in the barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And there's a question mark, and the, and the understanding is Jesus came and died for us. He didn't die for the little critters running around on the ground, amen? He died for us. I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. For God so loved the world, he died for all of humanity, for all of eternity past and all of eternity future. He died for everybody. But you got to receive him. You got to receive him. We're all his creation. Only those of us who received him, John, uh, St. John uh, 1 12, uh, uh, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to be some of the sons of God. Verse 27, which of you by worrying? Look what he says. By worrying or being anxious and just, oh, 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 oh. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit, 18 inches, to his stature? I take my, I was 5'11 and 3 quarters. I wanted to be 6 feet so bad. Now I'm 5'10. My disc is shrinking. Amen. One of them's crushed, it's gone. That's why I'm always in chronic pain, amen? Can add one cubit to his stature. And verse 28, here he says it again. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. In other words, the lilies, the flowers and the plants. You can drive up down the interstate and they got those uh, blue flowers out there. I can't, with the, can't think of what they call them, uh, you know, and stuff. They, they got, I mean, some of them so beautiful. If you drive up in the Midwest during summertime when they planted all that wheat and they've got, they've got tens of thousands of acres of wheat growing up in the Midwest of the United States of America and you'll be driving across on Interstate 80 uh, and you'll see all this and you'll go, man, and it just looks so beautiful. He says, look at that. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. They don't work. They don't do anything. And they look magnificent. He says, why are you worrying? Why are you worrying? Don't worry. Yes, don't worry. Pray. Don't worry. Read your Bible. Amen. Renew your mind daily. In a little while, if we read on, he'd tell you, you know, he says, uh, the, you're doing what the Gentiles do. You're doing what the unsaved people do. You're doing what those who don't know God do. You're worrying just like one of them. I am a child of the king. I need to not worry. And you know what? I, I'll say this again. In our finite little minds, we're worried about what's going to happen in the future. You know what? God already knows. God already knows. Alright? And uh, sometimes you just need to let go and let the events happen. I'm not telling you, you know, you, uh, a young man told me he got 35 years the other day over here in a central jail. He's 35 years old, so that'll make him 70 when he gets out. He says uh, if, he, if he has good time, he'll get out in 17 or 20 and um, uh, but still the rest of the best years of his life will be incarcerated and we're in Texas I wouldn't be surprised if he don't serve all 35 years I told him and he was he was feeling pretty bad and uh, he had come to Bible study a few times he's, he's a big-time drug dealer over here in Temple Texas and uh, he said hey preacher 
I said, how you doing? You know, I was all excited. I was getting ready to teach a class and all this, bringing out the Word of God. And um, <laughs> he says, I just got 35. I said, oh, I'm sorry. You, you had to see his face. He's a handsome, well-spoken, beautiful hair, light-skinned black guy. Um, he's stone-cold criminal. All right. He comes to Bible study. That's, that's amazing. I, I don't know what, what would happen to him if... It maybe he met me before he got into all that. I, I, I don't know, or somebody like me, you know. And um, I told him, I said, hey, look, Jake. I said, man, you ain't got 35 years. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. I said, I said Jake, you got one day. I said, you serve that one day. Sufficient is the evil of that day. You serve that one day for however many days you're going to be in there. Don't, don't, don't think about all that stuff. Your human mind cannot handle 35 years. Give us our daily bread. You and God make it through the day. And then tomorrow when you wake up, I got one more day to serve. And then tomorrow when you wake up, after I got one more day to serve. I said, just take it one day at a time. Look at verse 34, same chapter, chapter 6. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. In other words, sufficient is the evil of that day. Yes, there are going to be challenges. Most of the time, there will be challenges, and most of life is a routine. Just handle that one day. Don't be thinking about 50 miles down the road, amen? Now, men like to do that because we like to plan out and this, that, and the other. And, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with making some plans and everything like that. But, you know, sometimes you plan, you got all your plans, but God got his plan too. Amen. You can do all you want to do. I, I can't remember the little saying they got, you know, men comes up with his plan, but God, God ordains his plan. Amen. You know what? I was in North Carolina. I was uh, in my mid-50s. Uh, owned the houses. You know, we were renting out a house, had our house, and... You know, paid off our cars and everything. We're just sitting over there in Hoosier land. Uh, not Hoosier land, in North Carolina, Tar Heel land. And uh, God lays on my heart, go to Texas, go to Texas. He said, I want you to go to Texas way back in 2000. Go to Texas, go to Texas. I said, I'm old, God, I can't go to Texas. He said, son, I said, go to Texas. I said, all right. So a couple of days went by and I told my wife, I said, Lord told me to go to Texas. She said, oh, okay, see you later. <laughs> I said, no, you're supposed to go with me. <laughs> she said, why are we going to Texas? I said, we doing jail ministry over here? I, I, I don't know. I come over here in the blind. And um, I started going to the local prisons around here and stuff like that. And then uh, the preacher in the church I was going to, he says, why don't you see if you can go in the local county jail? Then you ain't got to drive so far. I said, okay. I went over to the jail, and they said, well, go over here and talk to these people. We don't actually. The officers at the window told me, go talk to, and it's called jail ministry. Next thing I know, I get hooked up with jail ministry. We came over here. We, we sold all our junk, gave it away, threw it on the street corner. We, we, we come over here in a little moving van. We didn't even have a big one. We had a little one. Towed our van behind us, and we came on over here. And... Uh, um, Somebody let us stay in their house for 30 days. 30 days later, we had a VA loan. We, we bought a house. October 17. We paid it off three months ago. 
Somebody said, how you pay it off so quick? Five years. I said, talk to God. Amen. You see, when I did what God wanted, everything worked out. Everything worked out. I, I, I didn't plan any of this. You know what? I knew that radio and TV, if, if you could get on, that's the way to go with getting the word out. God's made me an evangelist to inmates anywhere, everywhere, all over the world. Specifically here right now. And go, lo and behold, God worked it all out. Uh, uh, Steve never planned on this. Steve's the guy running the camera. Steve never planned on, on none of this. All of a sudden, COVID came up. We couldn't go into the jail. And the next thing you know, the sheriffs start giving the inmates tablets. Now we can record these things, put them on the Internet and, and streaming service, Securus and uh, Smart Communications. And now there's like half a million inmates that got tablets in the country. They can get on there and watch the program. One month we had 177 or 180,000 people watching. You know, not, not me alone. It's, that's everybody, you know. Uh, that we got and everything, but, but the point being is, you can't bound the Word of God. Don't worry. I was sitting there at home and I was fretting. I said, man, God, I know your Word came. Paul even says, the Word of God cannot be bound up. You can't do this. It's going to come out. We can't help it. This is His planet. This is His air. This is His water we're drinking. Lo and behold, this thing came up. This is in the this is the last two years, right? The streaming stuff came up, and then uh, the facility right now is on lockdown for COVID. They've had a rash of it come up, and we're on lockdown. It was supposed to be ten days. It's going to be twenty five days or something. What? It just it just keeps happening. And I said I told my wife, I said, oh, and I said it's no big deal. He says I'll just I'll just record. I'll just record. They can go on their tablets and they can watch. They can watch. I went and did a class, and uh, one of the inmates that knows me, uh, that I have communication with, he said, I saw you on the thing. You know? I said, really? I said, okay, amen. You know? Uh, we got two letters over there. One of them, uh, one of them the, the guy said, thank y'all for doing all this and doing all that. And, and tell that loud mouth, uh, Eric Walton, that uh, uh, I like his teaching. Amen? I think that boy's in Colorado or someplace, or Minnesota. I, I don't know where he's at. He, he's not here in Texas. Amen? All of a sudden, I left North Carolina, did what God said, and all of a sudden, he opened up my ministry. Instead of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 guys, all right, we had about 20 in North Carolina every time he'd do a service. Uh, uh, now we got thousands, you know. Now we got thousands, amen. Verse 1, oh, let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the ministry. Pray for greater days ahead. More contact with more inmates. And uh, 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 we, just want, we just want them to hear the word. We want them to be challenged by your word. We want to give them the gospel. I pray now about worry and, uh, 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 and pray that I would, uh, you just anoint my lips. Let me say only that which needs to be said. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Alright, point number one is don't worry about jail life. Amen. So we read that already. He says, don't, uh, therefore I say to you, don't worry. Alright, that's God talking to you. Uh, and he said, uh, don't worry about your life. Amen. Don't worry about it. You know what? I could walk out on the street and get shot. I could have a heart attack. I could have a stroke. Anything could happen. Don't sit up and be worrying and thinking about that. Well, how long am I going to live? Don't worry about that. God knows how long. Amen. And, and every one of these things he says here in 20, uh, 25 to 28, verse 33, he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God 
Seek Him by His Word. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Seek Him, seek him by prayer. Amen. You know what y'all ought to be praying for? You ought to be praying about your sin problems. You ought to be praying about the unsaved guys in your tank or your, your cell block or dorm or whatever you got. You know, you ought to be praying for your enemies over there. Amen. You ought to be praying and writing letters to your children. Amen. Praying for each one of them. You ought to be praying about things and so forth. Amen. And, and, and by the way, the main thing you need to pray for is you and you getting right and becoming the man that God wants you to be. Amen. Thank you, brother. Ten minutes. So he says, he says don't, don't, don't be praying about your life. Amen. Or don't be worrying about your life or what you'll eat or what you'll drink, nor about the body, what you shall put on. Now, I substituted those things. Don't be worried about your court date. Don't be worried about your lawyer contacting you. Don't be worried about the plea agreement. Don't be worried about all this stuff. You know what? I have these classes, and uh, I'm a preacher. I'm not a lawyer. And uh, so I say, anything y'all want to pray about? And some guy will start talking about his legal situation. Man, he can talk about his legal situation like he's Clarence Darrell. He's the greatest lawyer in the world. That is temporal and will turn to dust. I said, do you got anything spiritual you want to pray about? Something of eternal value. Your life. Amen. The children that you fathered that you're not taking care of. Because you keep getting locked up. And even when you're on the streets, you don't really take care of them. You just want to do some sex with some woman. So she lets you have some sex. Next thing you know, a baby pop out nine months later. You may or may not take a, take a responsibility for it. But, you know, by the way, you ought to be worried about that. You ought to be praying about that. God, help me get out of here so I can start being the man you want me to be. And uh, Romans 12, 2, renew your mind daily. That's God's way of saying uh, reading and praying. Amen. So, so all those things, nor about your body, what you'll put on. <laughs> We're all wearing orange jumpsuits around here. They might have green ones. State's got white and blue, I think. You know? Is not your life more than food and, and the body more than clothing? Don't worry. You can tell that guy, of course they let him keep his glasses, the guy that got 35 years, his glasses must cost a thousand or twelve hundred dollars. I mean, they are really nice glasses that he's got. I would never buy glasses like that. And uh, of course, you know, you do his line of work, you got a lot of expendable money, amen? And uh, it ain't doing him no good in here, all right? He had the best lawyer money could buy and got 35 years. And uh, here's another one. Tattoos all up and down your arms, all over your body, on your face. If you hadn't got all them tattoos, you might be able to pay to bond out. Amen? You might have been able to bond out. But you can't. I need to change my thinking and think like him, like this, instead of the other thing. Amen? Uh, verse 25 down here he says look here take a look at the wild animals and the flowers 
the birds don't plant crops, they don't, they don't fertilize their ground, they don't cultivate the ground, they don't do nothing, the, the plants don't, and, and, and the birds, they don't toil and spin and blah, 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 and store up crops and all this other, no, they don't do any of that stuff. See, that's the illustration God's given, amen? God's going to let you out when you learn whatever it is He wants you to learn while you're in. And I can tell you what He wants you to know already. <laughs> Acts chapter 10, uh, Cornelius sent for, for, for Peter, and Peter said, what is the cause? Why have you sent for me? He said, don't you know it's illegal for me, a Jew, to come in with a Gentile? And uh, he said, all I know is I was praying in the, in the noon hour, and, and all of a sudden an angel appeared, and he told me to send, send a Joppa and get you. And he said, he said I, I thought you were God or something, so that's why I bowed down to you, and I got on my knees when you come in. He says, no, I'm just a man like you. He says, he says, he says I know what God wants you to hear. He wants you to hear about the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what God wants you to hear. But then he wants you to hear all the rest of this stuff. Amen? That's the beginning, and this whole book is the end. Amen? Let me, let me skip on down. Uh, uh, verse uh, verse uh, uh, 20. No, 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 no. Down here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, verse 26. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap or gather in the barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And it's got a question mark in the obvious answer. I stopped before on that. The obvious answer. Yes. Yes. You don't know how valuable you are to God. Five minutes. You don't know how valuable you are. You're top line. You're the Cadillac. You're the preem. Primo. It's not my will that any should perish and die and go to hell. It's, it's really not his will that any should die, or excuse me, not die, live and go into jail and prison. He said, I tried to talk to you when you were on the street. You wouldn't listen. Now you're in jail. You'd have slowed down, and now you're listening a little bit more. Now the still, small voice of God, you can hear him. Amen. Uh, because I dilly-dallied, we're going to skip over here. To verse uh, uh, 31. Therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear. Watch this. For after all these things, and it says the Gentiles seek. Alright, when he says Gentiles there, let me put it to you another way. Matthew's a Jew and at this time it was, Christianity was just a Jewish thing, you know, for a number of decades. Gentile, unsaved people is what he's talking about. After all these things, unsaved people are worried about. Now that you're saved, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. He ought to be seeking and thinking about something different and more than clothes and food. Uh, verse 32, after all these things, the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need. Your needs versus your wants. I said it already. You got a jumpsuit, you got flip-flops, and you got three hots in a cot. It may not be the clothes you want to wear, but you're covered. With food and raiment, therewith be content. You may not like jail food, but you got food. So you, you, you got everything you need. When you get on the street, keep that in mind. By the way, God's allowing us, yes sir, three minutes. He's allowing us to live high on the hog. 30, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. 
His right living is seek God by reading his book, seek God by systematically reading his book, seek God by prayer, seek God by getting a job, seek God uh, uh, by going to church faithfully. One that preaches and teaches the Bible. One that convicts your heart by the the preaching and teaching of God's word. I still get convicted when I go to church and I hear the man preach. He's just a young man. He's 42. He's not even that old. I'm 64, almost 65. And then look at verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Watch this. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble or evil. Amen. God's not going to let more come on you than you can bear. It's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. He said there's, there's going to be a certain amount of evil every day. Amen, too. There's going to be a certain amount of evil every day. But he says, you know what? I won't let more come on you than you can bear. And I'm allowing challenges and troubles and trials and tribulations to come on you so I can spiritually build you up. So when it is time for you to get out, boom. You can roll. Amen. All right. Verse 34 and 35. Give us this day our daily bread. 34. Sufficient for the day is its own evil. Take it one day at a time. Be faithful to your Bible. Be faithful to your work. Be faithful to prayer. You might be wondering why I said work. The first thing God gave Adam to do was work. He didn't give him the word first. All right. And uh, uh, but don't make don't make work your God either. Make God your God. Glorify him by working. Yes, sir. One minute by glorifying him and following him by reading, by praying, uh, by memorizing scripture and being faithful to it. Amen. You need to faithfully read through all the book of Matthew, all the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, amen, uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, amen, uh, Colossians, all right, and uh, Philemon and so forth, 1st, 2nd Thessalonians, 1st, 2nd Timothy, amen. You need to be faithful through reading to those books. Well, I was reading Proverbs, I was reading Psalms. Let's pray. Don't worry is the message dear Heavenly Father. If there's any unsaved, pray this prayer. Father, I am a sinner. I need a Savior. And Jesus is the Savior. I believe your Son died for me and paid my sin bill. I, I receive Him. I believe in Him in my heart. With all my heart. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.